Hey guys, it's Mom Taraj, the podcast about being a mom that thinks that most mom stuff is super boring. So we created our own posse. I'm Ashley. And I'm Carrie. And we are ready to walk you down the red carpet of motherhood. Friends, Romans, countrymen. What an assortment. What a, what a grouping. I mean, that's a hardcore grouping, right? Yeah, it is. Where are my countrymen at? Yo, yo. Where, where are my Romans at? <laughs> oh, boy. Carrie and I are on different ends of the feeling spectrum today, so put your party pants on. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> Oh, man, guys. So what do we have on the show today, Care? What we're doing today is a kind of best of episode. And by that, I mean things that you guys have said you fucking love and things that you fucking right, love. Right, Which is Hot Goss and a second installment of Old People Don't Know Shit. This time with Ashley interviewing. I cannot wait. But as always, we have our hashtag swag bag. But up next... Chicken shit. Yeah. Yeah, girl. Teach them young. Oh, man. Guys, today is Sebastian's first day of school. It's been 14 months of home. That bitch is at school. Oh, my God. Matt and I were just like... We came home, we had some coffee, we sat on the couch, we watched some CNN and John Oliver, all of our liberal media, and we were just like, oh my god, what is this life? This is amazing! He went happily. I know, I saw the picture, it was really cute. He was so happy. Last night before bed, he was like, I have school tomorrow, I'm so excited. We were like, yes! I got him dressed, he was very excited about his outfit, he saw... A little girl in his class, it's like, you know, because Zoom has been broken up into separate groups to be able to, like, manage all of them. So one of the girls in his group was there, and he gave her such a big hug that they both fell over. Aww. I talked to to her mom after, and her mom was like, yeah, I told her the same thing. Like, Sebastian's going to be at school tomorrow, and she was so excited. So they were, like, super excited to see each other. That's so cute. That's so cute. It was so cute. The whole time he's been, like, there's a kitchen in the classroom, because sometimes the teachers are in the classroom. He can see the little play kitchen behind, and and last night, he was like, I'm so excited to play with the kitchen. You know, I'm excited to pick him up and see how his day was. But oof, we needed this. We all needed this. And I am just. It's been a long, lonely, 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 long, long time. Oh, my God. Yes. I mean. Put it this way. So we live across the street from a school. So all the schools, I think, in New Jersey are coming back today. And we live across the street from a school, not his school. They had a teacher playing conga drums outside. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Welcome to Union City. Yes. All the schools have balloons out front. Like, people are fucking down a clown. Matt and I, I'm surprised we didn't come back and have mimosas, to be completely honest. I'm surprised you didn't come back and have sex. No. Who says you didn't? Ain't no time for that. We were, we were just too busy chilling, man. We were like, ooh, peace and quiet. So, yeah, uh, that's my tits. Life is good. Those are some big titties. Oh, the biggest titties, man. My shits, however, are I have been losing a lot of hair. For those of you who don't know what I look like, uh, because this is a podcast, I have a lot of hair, very thick hair. And I, it's very common for me to shed a lot. I've told you before how my big fear is being found guilty for a crime I didn't commit just because my hair was randomly at the crime scene. <laughs> 
But I have been shedding like a motherfucker. You're like a dog. It's the summer. You're shedding No, I know what it is. I am actually losing my hair. And it is because I started using Function of Beauty. I don't know what that is. It's like one of those kind, it's like a customizable shampoo and conditioner, but they they launched a line at Target. So you buy whether you have straight hair, wavy hair, or curly hair, and then you add these boosters into it. That's well, how they do it for Target. stop that shit right now. Yes. And I was on TikTok, and I saw some girl crying, talking about how Function of Beauty made her lose her hair. And I was like... Wait a second. Then I went on Target and started, like, reading reviews because I bought it when it first came to Target and have been using it. I actually really liked the way it made my hair feel. I like the way it made my hair feel out of my head. You know, but it, it felt so, like, silky. Yes, I just got brought a cocktail! Yes! <laughs> Thank you, husband! Oh, my God, that definitely broke our eardrums. But go ahead, I'm that was so sorry, it. but also, bye. Yeah, so anyway, I'm losing my hair because of this fucking shampoo and conditioner. I've thrown it out. Guys, don't buy Function of Beauty. It's like what happened with uh, Diva Curl. What's that? Diva Sean, the hair place that's for curly hair. They oh. had a bunch of lawsuits over their hair products making people lose their hair. Well, what, didn't Wen do the same thing? Yep. That Chaz Dean. By the way, I lived in L.A. when Wen was a thing, and there used to be huge billboards of Chaz Dean all Chaz over the place. Dean. But anyway, yeah, so a real high and a real fucking low because I don't want to go bald. Well, I really recommend you can buy them on Amazon. It's not not cheap. Visigal. What is that? It's a pill that you take that helps hair growth. So, you know, I've cut my hair one gazillion times, a million times, and it makes your hair grow back. Like, I've literally pretty much shaved my head. It helps your hair grow back really quickly. Oh, okay. Well, send me the link. So, I'll start with my tits. I had a bird die this weekend on me. I had a little baby. I've been following these three bird nests, and evidently we have more, but I've been noticing and following these three bird nests for a while, and I found one of the babies out of the nest and alive, and I, like, Googled and did all this stuff, and it said try to get it back into the nest. So I put it back in the, I looked in the nest to see if it was the right bird and whatever, and put it back in the nest, and then two days later, I found it out again. I think the mother pushed it out, probably because it was unhealthy, and so I got really upset, and I made, like, a box nest for it and I tried to feed it with what the internet told me to feed it and I mean honestly I knew something was wrong if it was out of the nest twice and I can't believe it would survive two hardcore falls like that onto the concrete yeah but I just wanted it to be happy and peaceful and not die on the fucking hot concrete by itself uh Ashley's making a face right now and it like snuggled into my glove when I held it I'm making a face because I totally get it. I did the same thing once with a little bird. Same thing. Found it. Tried to nurse it back to health. And within 24 hours, it died. And he would, like, lay in bed with me and nuzzle up to me. You know I love my birds. And I'm trying to get <laughs> Matt to get let me get one. But, yeah. And it's really sad. You form this really big attachment, I think, because they want a mama. And you become kind of their mama. And they just want to, like, love on you. I would chirp. And it would chirp right back. Oh. Like, we were talking. I'd be like, Meep, And it would go, Meep. Oh, I mean, it was too much. And then I'm like, what do I run here? Bird brothel and birthing center? Then, like, I found a bunch of, like, blue jay eggs. Like, that. I hopefully they were they birthed themselves and flooded out. They were like, How do you know they're blood. blue jays? 
Because they're blue eggs. Blue jays oh, so have that's, blue eggs. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I Googled this shit. And then I've got three more nests that haven't happened yet. I'm like, come on, guys. Like, what the fuck? So anyway, I'm just having a lot of like nature-y sadness. Also, my doctor basically came back and was like, we don't know what's up with your hormones. Go to another doctor who you're going to have to wait a month and a half for. So I'm just like over it. Last night I had such bad hot flashes throughout the night. I had to change my pajamas multiple times and was so uncomfortable. And woke up feeling like shit. And I'm like, I just want answers. I just want answers. So I'm going to talk to, I have a friend who's my acupuncturist. And I'm going to try some of the like natural remedies, which are like Chinese medicine things. You may as well. You have like a full month before you can get an appointment. So go, go try some other shit. I can't see the other doctor till June. So I'm just like, I might as well try all the shit. So I just sent her my test results. And hopefully this, that shits will turn into a tits and that she can send me some remedies. She'll make me a formula and hopefully... Maybe that will help. The doctor actually had the audacity to be like, well, if you have anything, it's hyperthyroidism. And I'm like, isn't that the one that's supposed to make you skinny? He's like, yeah, so I don't know what's happening there. You might just, you might. And then he's like, you might just be fat. <laughs> he didn't say it, but basically he said it. This is the doctor that I can't remember if I mentioned it on the show who looked like a high stakes criminal gambler when I saw him. Did I talk about this? He was no. like wearing, he like literally was wearing four gigantic diamond encrusted chains with uh, with crosses on Ew. them. An open black dress shirt, skinny, skinny black pants, roach killer shoes. No. He was like not unattractive, but like I don't want my gyno to look like, uh, like, ru- like Russian mafia yeah. You gambler. don't want your gyno to look like someone who's going to sell you into human trafficking. He had like four <laughs> rings all like on the middle three and the last one was like a big diamond encrusted pinky ring (laughs) it was I was like I I called everyone I knew it I was like I feel so uncomfortable at what the doctor looked like like it was not what I was expecting and so I'm just like I don't completely trust his answer but he did give me to an endocrinologist who will get to the bottom of it but in the meantime can you call my gynecologist and see if they take your insurance please because my gynecologist is really fantastic Okay, well, give me that info. And I-, I will. I absolutely think you should see if they take your insurance because they're great. And I, you know, they, you don't feel like you're going to be look violated. Like a pan- no, okay. no. It's an office of mostly women and one guy. And he looks like Greg Kinnear. So, okay, good. So when he put his fingers inside me. It was fine. Yeah, I was just like, ooh, do I like this? Because you look like Greg Kinnear. Greg Kinnear's pretty hot. So my old doctor looked like a much older version of Richard Gere. And was so, and he wore Gucci loafers. He was just like, that's the doctor I can trust right there. Yeah. Same with this guy, but I go to all women. I don't like men touching my cooter. Anyway, so, and then my tits are, we had a wonderful weekend doing like local stuff. Like we went to a local plant sale and we redid the garden a little bit and I taught outdoor yoga and a lot of people came again and. Matt and I want to go. Yeah, come please. We want to go when, when life is a little uh, less all over the place, which I haven't even talked about on the show and I will, I promise. We want to go. Awesome. So that's like super awesome. And I'm getting to know my neighbors through it a little bit and we're having like outside cocktails with the vaccinated ones. And I'm kind of starting to really fully embrace my new neighborhood, which is really nice. Anyway, but guys, spoiler alert, I'm going to see the in-laws this week. So next week will be interesting. Bring me back caviar. I will. Let's have a caviar party. Caviar yoga party. That sounds disgusting, actually. Most expensive party you and I have ever had together. Seriously. Hagas. Let's do it. All right. So first things first, let's talk about Benefer. I think this is Benefer. Is it 1.2 or 3.0? I don't even know. 
Let's give the backstory. Essentially, we all know Jennifer Lopez, A-Rod broke up, thank Christ. Ben Affleck and Anna de Armas are my least favorite paparazzi-loving couple of 2020 have broken up. And now they have been seen back together, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. I gotta tell you, I am fucking here for it. Did you see the Busy Phillips tweet? She like posted the page six and she goes, dear God, I've never wanted anything more. Please make this so. (laughs) I want this for them both. So that this is like, like, fuck Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt. Not actually, but like, I don't care about that right now. All I want is Ben Affleck. I just feel like they are the boat. They are the same level of insecure, narcissistic uh, hotness. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, she's a spicy Latina. He's like a white guy with a... Spicy Boston. Yes, he's like a white guy with a lot of issues. You know, like, she's going to put him in his place. She's not going to let him go to the strip club. They probably have really hot sex. Do you remember that picture from the first time they dated? On the yacht? Yes, where he's touching her ass. That picture lives rent free in my mind. So I have a couple questions. First of all, how does Dunkin' Donuts feel being cheated on, that he is cheating on Dunkin' Donuts with J-Lo? That's the I bet they're just trying to figure out how to get J-Lo in on whatever endorsement it is that they have going on. Like, I doubt they have an endorsement. They probably just like, he. you know how Chipotle has that like special member card? Yes. There's probably one of those for like Dunkin' Donuts and it's Ben Affleck is the holder. Because really the longest relationship Ben Affleck has had is Dunkin' Donuts and his cigarettes and that that back tattoo. And like, amen to that. I can Number get behind two. that whole relationship there. How does J-Lo feel about that disgusting dragon back tattoo? Listen, she had sex enough times with Mark Anthony to make babies and also that disgusting man A-Rod you all know how I feel about A-Rod I find him repulsive I think she's done worse than Ben Affleck's fucking back tattoo and how does she feel about his smoking she doesn't seem like a person who likes smokers I bet he'd quit for her probably or at the very least he like brushes his teeth and washes his face every time he has a cigarette but he only washes his face with olive oil also she's A Boricua from the Bronx, she knows how to deal with cigarettes. She probably has smoked some cigarettes in her lifetime. I doubt she does now because we all know she sleeps like a corpse and bathes her whole body in La Mer, so she's not doing anything that's going to fuck up her skin. No, no. I don't think she cares. I think those two are like, mm, I want to watch them. Where's their celebrity leaked sex tape? That's yeah. what I need to see. I bet you he's life. like, oh, mommy, I love you, mommy, mommy. Oh, he's calling her mommy up and down, and she's going, oh, poppy, oh, poppy, oh, my God. And it's, like, in a totally different way. I, I need to see it. So let me just, this wasn't on the list, but can we, just for a moment, because we're not even going to give this hardly any airtime. God, uh-huh. Chloe and Tristan, of course he fucking cheated on you again. You like, stupid idiot. Oh, oh, talk about insecurity. Just stop. He's going to do it again. Just stop. The guy cheated on you. He's now just like doing it on purpose just to see how much he can get away with at this point. I don't know what it is, but she is an idiot for being with him. And I have to tell you, my husband was so like genuinely upset when she was nine months pregnant and it came out he cheated on her that first time. He was like, what kind of monster does that to a woman when she is in that state? I was like, oh. I don't think I've ever loved you this much. He was so... How do you get back together with a horrible man She was just thinking about having another baby with him. 
And you know what that probably means. She's pregnant. Yeah. I'm willing to bet she's pregnant. I would put money on that. That's, I had a dream that last night um, she was my friend and I told her that I wanted to try the good American high-waisted wide leg soft denim jeans. You know the saddest thing is Chloe used to be my favorite Kardashian. Like I loved Chloe, And then she got that talk show. Remember her short-lived talk show? She just came off so like full of herself and had like like was a terrible host. You know, you know hosts who can't do anything but talk about themselves. I realize that's what we're doing right now, but like during an interview and then all the work she's had done, like she just is never satisfied with herself and never feels good enough. And she just, she stopped being my fear because the, the appeal of her was, she was like awesome and fun and funny. And like, she had more to offer than just being a hot chick. Yeah. I agree. And now, now she's just like devalued herself. How do you bounce back? Okay, can we talk about Josh Duggar though? Uh, if you don't know that name, I'm sure you're familiar with 19 Kids and Counting, the TLC show about the Duggars. Uh, I think they're Christian fundamentalists. And I like to, I affectionately, non-affectionately, call them breeders. Can you imagine how destroyed that woman's body is? Ugh. Nine. No, let, let's not even talk about it. 17 children. Oof. And counting. And counting. They all have J names, including Ginger. Ginger is with a J. Josh is the eldest son. He is the one. I think the first touch of controversy they had was when that whole Ashley Madison leak that took down a bunch of celebrity husbands like Snooki's husband was leaked. Josh Takeman, who was... Uh, married to Kristen Takeman, a three, two to three season Real Housewife of New York, and uh, Josh Duggar. I think those were the most famous people that were exposed in that. So that happened. Then it came out that he's molested his sisters. Ugh. It's also come out in what happened recently that he was turned into, he confessed to his father, Jim Bob, which if that's not a name, I don't know what is. That sounds like a man who eats casserole all the time. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yes, I'm sorry. That was just hysterical. I'm sorry. But it turns out he's confessed to Jim Bob three times about molesting children. Most recently, he was a lobbyist in D.C. I don't know for what, but he somehow got into like politics, obviously very right wing. And I say that obvious because pictures were leaked of Trump 2020 carved into their lawn. The the hits just keep on hitting with this guy. I, I guess about a year and a half ago, he owns a car lot. Car dealership lot. I don't know how you say that. It was raided by the feds. And now a year and a half later, he has been arrested by the feds. And we didn't know why. And within a day, it came out child pornography. We found out that there were multiple. He had so much shit on his computer of abuse happening to children under 12. So this is a sick Fuck. All these people talking about save the children. Let's focus on this shit, okay? That, like, made me have chills. It's so terrible. It's disgusting. And I have to tell you, I've gone down such a, like, TikTok dugger K-hole that it's, like, like all these, like, ex-fundamentalists are coming out talking about stuff and talking about, like, the people who funded, who started fundamentalism and they wrote this book and the woman who wrote it, like, has a whole thing in there about what to do if your husband confesses child molestation. You people have to have a chapter in your book. This is how ingrained this is into yeah. your culture. That's There's so a disgusting. problem. Yeah. Disgusting. There's a problem. Disgusting. And also your own children. Like, that wasn't the red flag right there. And so it was an arranged marriage, too, from the parents. Yes. Ugh. 
They're all arranged. Uh, and apparently her family, his wife, her family is like more off the deep end than the Duggars. There are so many layers to this story and how fucked up it is and how disgusting it is. They had him confess to cops back in the day and even the cops didn't do anything. From the first moment I heard about the Duggars, Years ago, I was like, this family, I don't want anything to do with them. I don't want to watch their show. I think I've watched one episode ever. And, you know, I am a reality TV anthropologist. An anthropologist because I study the real shit that goes into it. But I can't get behind it. And now I'm just like, you people are being exposed for as the fucking weirdos. Now we just need the Scott brothers to come out with being incestuous. Because I've called that a long time ago. Or wife swapping. <sighs> Although their relationships never really last. They keep getting divorces. And, although no. I think one of them's still with Zoe. The one guy's still with Zoe Deschanel, and the other guy is still with, I married think he's to that married, chick. yeah, to a, to a woman. But that's his second marriage. Oh, it is? Yeah. I don't, I don't know who they are. All I can tell you is I have their mattress, and it's pretty great. So <laughs> thanks for doing that, Scott Brothers. Not their actual mattress. Like, it's not from them, but it's no, from No, no, their- no. It's from their, their line with Macy's. Yeah, okay. So Billie Eilish has a new album coming out. We had a sneak peek of the vibe that it was going to be when uh, pictures were leaked, or not leaked, on her Instagram. That wasn't leaked. It was leaked from her, of her with new blonde hair, looking right, very right. non-Billie Eilish, that, as right. we know her. Well, her British Vogue cover just was released. And it was, it's been the most like viral one. Oh my God. She's in corset. She's in a corset with like titties out. She's got huge tits, Billie Eilish. Legs out, lingerie, blonde hair, soft, soft, sexy bedroom vibe. No, the girl I was her first babysitter, hometown hero, Dina Giannini, styled her for British Vogue. Oh my God, these photos, how gorgeous. I really like her. That documentary was so good. It made me respect her even more than I already did. My good friend, she's like, her mom is like my uncle's best friend. She's a longtime family friend. Um, and she's a stylist for British Vogue. And she also did the styling for um, Lizzo's cover. So she's like, oh. kill- Dina is killing it, but she styled that look, which is freaking fantastic. It's beautiful. Also, I can't get over how much Billie Eilish looks like not skinny, not fat. I know. I know. Like, she really does. And also, one more fun Billie Eilish fact for you. She has these kinds of eyes. I forget what they're called, but it's basically like the colored part of her eye doesn't take up her whole top to bottom eyeball. Apparently, I think it's like a Japanese myth, wives tale, urban legend, whatever you want to call it, that people with those kinds of eyes die young. And the proof is Princess Diana had those eyes and there's a couple of other ones. This is another is TikTok. This a TikTok? I was going to say what is this? Of course it is. You're going to be like what you call it from Nirvana. Jimi Hendrix. Yes, yes, Marilyn yes, yes. Monroe. No, no, Kurt Cobain was one of them. Oh and I God. think Marilyn Monroe was one of them. Jimi Hendrix was not. It's not that 27 Club. Why is Timothy Chalamet even a deal? I wonder this myself. Because he's hosting the Met Gala or something. And I'm like, why? He's like 24 years old. He was okay in that movie with Army Hammer about basically Still haven't seen it. gay child molestation because the Timothy Chalamet was underage or whatever. Chalamet. Chal- Chalet. I just don't get like he's only been in a few things I don't get what his big he's in Lady Bird yeah, which was okay I mean I like I that just, movie but like I just don't get what his deal is like why is he such a big deal why is everyone like on his john 
I don't. Why should he host the Met Gala of all things? Well, he's very fashion forward. Remember, he was like at the Oscars or something. He did like the leather harness look. I just like, I don't understand the young girls liking him. He's so feminine. Delicate. And that's fine. Yeah, he's so delicate. Like that is not somebody. Also, he hasn't been around. He He hasn't earned the street cred yet. He hasn't been around enough. I don't get it. I'm not into him. He's, like, very skinny. He does not do it for me. And I agree. Like, I haven't seen any acting that's, like, blown me away from him. But I also haven't seen everything. Also, RIP Olympia Dukakis, longtime Montclair, Montclair, New Jersey resident and the head of a theater company here. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, the whole theater here in Montclair. 89 years old, though. She, and what an amazing woman. I've, Weeza, oh, God, I love Weeza so hard. All-time favorite role of her. Uh, wasn't she a cocoon too? Yes. Love that movie. Richard Gere's aunt. Oh, that explains a lot. Once again, bring it bring it back home from my gyno, Richard Gere. <laughs> oh, wait. Sorry. When you said Richard Gere, I heard Richard Dreyfus, and I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Oh no, it is Richard Dreyfus, not Richard Gere. Oh, okay. So not a callback. And she was also uh Dukakis as in the guy that ran for president. Oh. Interesting. So, like, real, real, uh, real family ties with that one. 89 years old, though. And also, uh, Olympia Dukakis has been old since I was born. Yes, forever. Forever. Uh-huh. Michael Dukakis is her cousin. He ran for president, Michael Dukakis. Mm. You all know I love my Zach Efron. I know. I love him, too. It appears he has a new face. <laughs> there, Some people think... He has chin implants. My facialist, who you know specializes in this thing, she said it's all fillers. I've heard fillers. I've also heard it looks like he had dental surgery. And that I can actually see because when I had my wisdom teeth pulled, I looked legit like Quagmire. And I'm going to find the post picture <laughs> and post it. Because Matt and I had just started dating and I like I had to have an emergency wisdom teeth extraction and I wouldn't let him come see me because I look like Quagmire. And the, when he did, he came and like brought me flowers. I like couldn't look him in the eye. I was so embarrassed. He kind of looks like handsome Squidworth to me. Yes, I'm not into this square jaw. I'm not into it. Listen, I don't care. I'm fine with it. What turns me off about it is the fact that he may have potentially had work done. There is nothing grosser to me than that about him. Like, I want a man who's a man. Yeah. Okay. He, uh, Limpy Dukas is not related to anybody except Michael Dukakis. That's it. Oh, okay. I, made, I made up the rest. No, I'm not. I'm not into vain men. That's like the least. No, I don't want a guy who gets his eyebrows done. Like the bare minimum. You can work out. You should like trim your pubes a little bit. Also, if you're like so hairy that you look like Robin Williams, RIP. Maybe take care of that a little bit. Right. That's a different story. But like if you're once you start getting work done, if you care so much about your look, you're looking like Johnny Depp or therefore the pirate from Scary Island. Like just a slutty island, not Scary Island. I just. Did you say slutty island? Yeah, guys, Real Housewives of New York, when they go to St. Bart's, they call it Slutty Island. There's that pirate who looks just like Johnny Depp. First, he he has butt sex with, <laughs> well, first he has sex with Luann, and then he has butt sex with Sonia in the bushes. It's I the best. I didn't see that. Uh, I'm going to send you the actual episodes. You need to go on Hulu, and that's what you're doing today, because it is the greatest storyline in Housewives history. I love it. And the pirate has come back, and he's like such a babe now, but whatever. Anyway, oh he looks just like Johnny Depp, and Luann would be like, don't you think he looks just like Johnny Depp? And it's like, what? <laughs> Luann, why do you say it like that? 
Because she's a cultured countess. Anyway, yeah, that's just not my vibe, dude. Not my vibe. But with Zac Efron, he just, he looks good. I don't like it like that. I'm not into it. You're into it? I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it from afar. If I were dating him, I'd be like, what the fuck did you do? We got to break up. He also broke up with his Australian girlfriend. I know. But I feel like he looks like he's going to be an MMA fighter or something now. Mm, yeah. Yeah, he does. I think he's trying to fix the Coke bloat from all the years of Coke. I really do. And then right, he said right, he's right, not, right, right. you know, remember Baywatch, how like crazy ripped he was. Well, I like it. Handsome Squidworth. I'm here for it. Elon Musk on SNL, which I have not watched yet. I haven't heard anything about it. I heard controversy beforehand. Did you watch it? Yeah, I don't actually care. No, I didn't watch it. I didn't actually care except that I thought it was funny that Miley Cyrus was kind of like flirting with him on Twitter ahead of time. Ew. Ew. The only thing I know. She just wants to get laid so hard, I think, right now. She just wants to fuck whatever. No, she doesn't want to fuck anything. She just wants whatever is like reputation building at this point, I think. I mean, I still love her. I do too, but like that might be the thing that's the straw that broke this camel's but back. The for, big thing is me. that the the other people on SNL, the like main players, the main players on in the in the theatrical performance of SNL, they um did not want him on. And they that was the big controversy. They're like, we don't want him on. Yeah, apparently the people that didn't want to work with him didn't have to. My friend uh does script at SNL, so I think I'm gonna ask her for some inside goss. Maybe if I get it, I'll I'll get back to you guys about it. I do not like him, and I think he his face looks so weird. No, he looks like a goddamn alien with plastic surgery, and he seems like an awful person. If you have the opportunity, Google his ex-wife wrote an article for I don't know, like L or Vogue or something read that article it's like fascinating how she basically like he wanted her to turn into the blonde Silicon Valley trophy wife and she did and then he left her it was like it's really interesting but he seems like a horrible person that was hot goss up next old people don't know shit yeah All right, everybody, we are back with our second take on old people don't know shit, this time with a non-anonymous ute. All right, so let's start this off. What is your name? My name is Marissa. Okay, and how old are you, Marissa? I am 25. Damn, you're that old? (laughs) Yes, I told you. (laughs) I thought you were like 23. Guys, no, 25. Marissa is my cousin, just just so you guys know. <laughs> Tell the people where you live. I live in Miami, Florida. Ooh, how glamorous. I know, the 305. Uh-huh. So speaking of Florida, uh, how has it been living in Florida during a pandemic and a crazy election? Well, I don't know if you know this, but we now don't believe that COVID is a thing, apparently. Our <laughs> governor <laughs> um, has opened everything back up. There's like uh, no mask mandates unless you're in a privately owned business or whatever. So according to him, there's no need to change your life right now. That's great. <laughs> um, Florida, also the home of Matt Gates. Yeah, just Florida things. <laughs> just Florida life. But for, you know, Miami's a little different than, than Florida overall. Yeah, it's definitely different. It was like a huge shock because it is such like a tourist destination and party life and this and that to go from every weekend, even on the weeknights, being out until God knows when and then having everything completely shut down. It was a huge change and a huge shock. Like the only things open were Target and Publix and store like grocery stores. So that's kind of what we did for fun um, during uh, our pandemic. But 
uh, it's been nice now, like places outside, especially in Miami, they're definitely more um, aware of COVID and they try to prevent the spread and things like that. So a lot of like outdoor places are open, opening and the beach and stuff. It's nice to now be able to go there and kind of get back to somewhat normal, but socially distanced. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, yeah. aside from the Florida aspect, because, you know, Matt and I have talked about this a lot. It must be it's hard to go through this at any age, right? It's been a crazy year. Each age presents a different challenge. For those in their 20s, what has been difficult about it? And not just geographically, overall. Socially, it's so hard to meet new people. I think that we were like, put into like our little cocoons during this quarantine and pandemic and everything and nobody was meeting new people so it was like um you really relied on like online dating or and you never even went on dates during this I mean at least I didn't it was like I would download one of those dating apps just for fun to like talk to somebody new for a little bit but because we were in a pandemic we weren't doing anything about it. It was just downloading them, talking to people, and then that was it. So it's been hard socially, definitely. Have you been on any dates since COVID happened? No, I haven't. So that's probably any dates since COVID. I guess being single in all of this is I don't want to say because I want to use the word lonely, but I don't want to give it that negative connotation because I'm not one of these people that believes that people need to be paired up. Right. But I agree. I agree. The fun of being single is dating other people and you're you haven't really been given that opportunity so right right so it had yeah it's been lonely but not like in a super negative way right right okay well that's good let's just move on to general all these questions are really about people in their 20s in your age bracket what are you a gen zer technically i am gen z but I, (laughs) I've heard about this all over lately a lot of people my age like my friends we don't like necessarily identify as Gen Z. We're kind of like in the middle of millennial and Gen Z. And they call that I learned on TikTok is zillennial, which (laughs) means that we kind of like find things in both generations that we grew up with and that we think and like and agree with. So we're kind of like in the middle. I mean, I'm looking at you, but where do you part your hair? In the middle. I do too. I have a middle part, but I wear skinny jeans still. I believe in skinny jeans. (laughs) I wear both kinds of jeans and I, I will die in defense of the skinny jean. The skinny jean serves a purpose. It is fantastic. It's flattering. Like there is no reason to hate a skinny jean. I just had an entire discussion with my best friend about that. We were like, we love the skinny jean. You need it when you're wearing a flowy big top. But then we went to like, well, you need it when you're in a tight top too. You need this. So yeah, we stand for the skinny jeans. (laughs) And also it's very hard to find shoes for the like wide leg jean. I find that the worst part that I can't find shoes for the wide flare. Yeah. Like what do you do shoe wise? What do tell me? I don't tell know. Me, I Zillennial, what do you do shoe wise? <laughs> I couldn't answer because I don't do it. Like I would just do sneakers because I don't know anything else. <laughs> That's very. I mean, I was rocking that looking like sixth or seventh grade with my Jenko elephant jeans and my like <laughs> army girl crop top and yes. my Skechers, my black patent leather Skechers. <laughs> it was a very good look. I know. I know. I yeah. I remember that. <laughs> 
Okay, so tell me, who is... Oh, yeah, there's pictures of us together. In that specific outfit, I have baby bangs, too. I might pull it out for social media just for this episode. I have to find it, firstly. And we both know how good I am at returning pictures or finding them. (laughs) I'll look, too. Maybe I have a copy. Okay, so who are, like, the big deal celebrities for you guys? Like, who's an A-lister in your mind? Like Zendaya? I, say, I mean, no. I Like, honestly, the Kardashians are probably, like, big time for us. Okay. But let me see who I even follow on Instagram that's a celebrity. <laughs> I don't even know. But it's definitely not Zendaya. I do not follow um, her. I mean, I feel like the Kardashians are pretty big for anyone who's like, you know, like, my parents know what's going on with the Kardashians. That's true. They are big, but I feel feel tom holland was who our first uh ute said but she was also 12 so no not none of those people okay well like when we were growing up it was like justin bieber was like the it right right so i mean a lot of us like still like are diehard justin bieber fans even though we're now like 20 something years old i can get behind that how do you feel Um, about Haley bieber yes like like people, yeah, I would say that's kind of our our celebrities. It's the yeah, model Bieber's. influencers, right? Like the Bailey yes, Bieber, the Hadids. Yes. Okay. Like the A listers. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. I'm following now. So who is the like mega super heartthrob, both male and female, for you guys? Oh my gosh. Oh, this is tough. Like, I feel like my age bracket, it's very common to say, like, Zac Efron. See, but even my age, like, people would argue my age that it would be Zac Efron. A lot of people are crazy over, like, Michael B. Jordan. Oh. He's huge. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely a heartthrob. I'm friends with his sister. Stop. Yeah. I used to joke, we used to work together, like, when he was just just on the wire, like, wasn't a household name at all. And I would be like, I'm going to be your, your sister-in-law one day. As a joke. <laughs> and now. And now look at me, still not her sister-in-law. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Jeez, no, he's definitely big. And then I would say maybe for the ladies, who's like a heartthrob woman? Oh, geez. You know, I'm not like super into the celebrities. You know more than I do. Well, you watch The Bachelor. You're like into all of that. Yeah, I also watch like a lot of really trashy like yeah, not. You, you like like yeah. my six hundred pound life and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like ninety day fiance and that whole thing. <laughs> um, again, I would leave it to the Kardashians, and I know that that's like a very general answer, but I think that like Kylie and Kendall Jenner specifically yeah. would be like the heartthrobs. I think. Okay, clarify something for me on Insta. Is Instagram even like the main? It's TikTok, right? Is your main social media at this point? Not for me. For my age group, it would be Instagram still. Okay. On Instagram, because I look at like you, I look at, you know, your sister, your brother, you guys don't post often at all. Is that also I have like other cousins in Florida who are a little bit younger, like still late teens, they also don't post that often. So is that like how the youngins are doing Instagram? Because like our model is, you know, you want to gain some traction, you have to post every day, you have to like do all this stuff. Right. I, it's funny, I was just talking to my brother about this, and he's 19 now. And we were saying when you post on Instagram, like you have to make it like such a worthy 
worthy picture and like a worthy post. It's almost like building your brand, but you can't do it too often because then you're not going to get the likes like, you know, because then everyone's like, oh, I'm already seeing her, you know, five times this week on my um, newsfeed. Interesting. So it's like the less you post, then they think the more likes you're going to get. Now, I wonder if you're target audience is my age and up if that's the case or not just things to think about very interesting to me because literally if you take any instagram marketing course and there are so many for free that are trying Mm -hmm. to get you to you know um they'll tell you you have to post every day and do the hashtags and even montage we make it a point to try and post every single day so hmm hmm (laughs) we'll see you guys aren't my target audience anyway (laughs) do you know who tony bennett is no really my god i feel so old he's not even like a star for my age and i I just okay (laughs) can you name any of the original cast of 90210 like the real names no have you ever seen it nope really (laughs) nope no 90210 i had barbies God, what's the worst part of being your age? Trying to find the balance between this like online life that you live and like this, this like brand that you try to build um, like on your social media and also like and then finding who you really are. Like, do you really care about looking a certain way and and always being an activist or, or doing whatever in your real life? Do you have to transfer that to your social media? Can you do something without sharing it with others? Finding that that happy medium between your social media and your actual life. Well, and even just like all the face tuning. Girls younger than you, like Madison Beer or whatever. Oh, yeah. How old is that girl? She's younger than you, right? Probably. Probably like a couple of years. But these girls, these like the Dove Camerons, I don't know. I'm just naming young people I know and I have seen, have had work done because I'm on Instagram and I love plastic surgery Instagrams. (laughs) It's like they have all had work done. The Jenners, the Kardashians, they've Mm -hmm. all had this work done so that they look like they are permanently face-tuned. And even when they've had all this work done, they're still photoshopping the shit out of everything. I know, it's insane. Like, I look at myself in the mirror and I go, oh my god, I've gotten so old. Like, my face doesn't sit the same way and this is different. And then I have to sit there and say, okay, firstly, you are aging. (laughs) You are getting older in life. That is happening every single day for all of us. And also, what is this standard you're trying to live up to? Exactly. As a 20-something, that must be even more challenging because these are people your age. Yeah. And then I, like, find myself, like, finding, like, the best retinol creams or the best this to, like, try to fit in. Yeah. You know, to find that, like, okay, where do I stand? Am I presenting myself how I come off on social media or am I my true self right now? (laughs) Yeah. Do you find that dating is difficult because of that? Like, are you – do you – hold the guys you I know it's been a year but that aside do you hold the guys up to a standard like that as well no I don't do you think most people do or don't your age they probably do they probably do okay so they're they're you know because we see Justin Bieber has acne issues and like looks like he smells let's be honest (laughs) I know (laughs) but like (laughs) is that acceptable for girls or are they expecting this like perfectly face-tuned I don't know because you know then you look at like all these rappers like Tyga and Travis Scott and like 
and you like in my head what goes through my mind is like what do you see in this man yeah like oh, I, I don't agree. I yeah and Justin Bieber too like the like, yes. he really does look like he smells yes. like. He, looks, he looks like he is dirty constantly yes yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe they, they don't. I would say probably in Miami they do because it's like that different life here. I don't know. To me, I don't hold that standard. I'm like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Well, that like <laughs> Logan Paul or I don't, that guy who's like oh, an that, influencer. Oh, that blonde guy? Yeah. Same thing. He looks like dirty. Like he yeah. smells like dirty balls or something, you know? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> what has been your biggest worry? In life. In life? Yeah. Like, or speak for your generation, Marissa. Finding a career that you love doing and that you want to continue doing while at the same time trying to find a person to live your life with because that's what's expected of you, you know, to get a boyfriend, a girlfriend, get married, have kids. I would say that my parents at my age were married with kids and here I am like single not doing you know (laughs) right so and here I am I'm like yeah no I don't have a boyfriend and everyone's like well what do you mean like aren't you looking and it's like no I I'm okay right now like I don't really need to so I would say like that like that pressure of finding somebody but also wanting to find something that you love doing for the rest of your life well I mean you're also incredibly accomplished you have your master's right yeah you don't have your PhD are you working on your PhD? No, I don't think so. I don't believe it's just you. like but, <laughs> I'm too lazy. <laughs> but still, you have your master's. You are a teacher. Yeah. You're an educator. You know, like you're a very accomplished person. And a man doesn't define you just like a kid doesn't. Exactly. What is like the common age for people to get married at this point? I would still say it's pretty young. Like in my eyes, it's pretty young because I'm 25 and I don't feel like I'm ready yet for something like that. But I would say it's probably like 28, 29-ish, the The average age. Same-ish. Yeah. All right. What do you guys do for fun? Like our 12-year-old said video games was really big for her age group. Outings, like the mall is still kind of big for my age group. Like that was something we did in middle school. Like, hey, we're going to the mall. That's still something that's like fun. Probably like a lot of social media, like sitting on the computer or on your phone, Instagram, this, which is also something we grew up doing. I mean, we were sitting there doing like MSN Messenger all the time or AIM Messenger. So things like that are still like what we do for fun. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's weird that you and I are different generations because. We're only 10 years apart. I relate to a lot, obviously not like the current things, but like I grew up with those things. It started when I was in seventh grade, but I relate to these things with you. Okay, how do you think the pandemic is going to affect Gen Zers in the future? Like like long-term effects? We might be more to ourselves in a way like we know that we can be alone and get things done and be okay so I think that maybe we'll be like more closed off to new people and new events and things like that more to ourselves okay so this is something you and I talk about when we chit chat what are you guys watching all right uh (laughs) well we love like the trashy trashy stuff like we're a lot of us are re-watching Jersey Shore Uh, because it's a classic right but we grew up watching it in like middle school so we didn't really understand what was really happening so it's like going back and re-watching it now that's super big Jersey Shore 
I would say like the teen mom stuff, like (laughs) bad stuff like that. And the Kardashians, of course, just like a lot of reality. And they also like, like Handmaid's Tale, things like that, like weird kind of critically acclaimed drama series. Got it. Yes. We like the drama. Are you guys into Housewives? Or is that not, that's like a little too old for your. Yeah, I think it's a little too old. When you're ready. Like maybe by a couple years. <laughs> when you're ready, start with Housewives of New York City. You will never okay. go back. It's a gateway drug. <laughs> I'm just telling you now. Do you know who Chrissy Teigen is? Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, what about Cat and Nat? No. Backstreet Boys are in sync. I don't know the difference between that. <laughs> I know. <gasps> That's the most shocking. I was too young. Yeah. I was too young to know the difference. Oh I don't know God. who was in what. I just know the songs. I could, If you played a song, I could not tell you <gasps> if it was Backstreet Boys or NSYNC. And I could tell you their <laughs> entire catalogs. I stood outside of MTV for Backstreet Boys multiple times. Oh, my God. Multiple times. That's so funny. Nicole or Paris? I'm going to go with Nicole. Did you ever watch The Simple Life? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Because I was going to say that's a good one. You you should start from the beginning. I would go with Nicole. (laughs) What's your favorite old movie? How old are we talking? Whatever is old for you. I really like Grease. Okay. Greece is great. And then I don't necessarily think this is super old, but 50 First States is like the funniest, most amazing movie for me. I love it. Like, it's great. I, I have 50 First States. Firstly, you know my love of Adam Sandler. Yes, I it's know. One of my, it's such a good movie. I cannot, I literally saw that in the movie theater. I can't believe that is an oh old my movie God. to you. Well, because the only time I've ever watched it, it's replaying on TV. <laughs> oh, my God. So each time it's like on E, I sit there and rewatch it over and over. Uh, holy shit. Okay. <laughs> Does anyone your age read actual books? Yeah. They do. Okay. So you like yeah. take, you guys take the time to like unplug, sit in bed or in a chair and like actually read yeah. a book. Wow. Yeah. I feel like I barely do that. <laughs> what is a typical date for you guys? Probably either drinks at like a fun place, like a rooftop bar, that type of place. I would say drinks is like a very casual thing to do. And then maybe dinner, but there it's always at like very trendy places. It's not at like, you know, a Chili's or a place like that. It's like really trendy picture like instagramable places is it a faux pas to like take an instagram picture on a first date of like your cocktail or whatever no i don't think so okay so that's like acceptable yeah and what about to be on your phone on a date is that acceptable no okay like the phone will sit on the table but you're not on it (laughs) okay okay you know when i was younger the rule was like Three dates and then you can sleep with somebody. Obviously, not everyone listened to that. That wasn't always the case. But that was kind of like the industry standard. I sound like a prostitute. (laughs) (laughs) What is that still kind of like the golden rule for you guys? I would say it's probably more dates now. Wow. And and yeah. And like more like maybe I think I think that 
people are a little bit more closed off. But then again, you have like not closed off people at all. And people are also sending each other dick pics over Instagram. Right. So I think it depends. I think it depends on who the person is that you're dating. Like for a girl, if you're dating a guy, a man who has his life together, you might wait a little longer. But if it's like some random cute boy type thing, you might not. What's a man for you? Someone who has a job that they enjoy doing and that provides well for them. Um, Somebody who has a car or like a means of transportation. Somebody who has a house or an apartment, somewhere to stay. How old are these these men generally in your eyes? I would say they're probably 28 and up. Do you think that it's common for, because I know you live at home. I lived at home. Even once Mm -hmm. Matt and I were married, we were still living at home with my parents. (laughs) Do you think it's, is it more like socially acceptable? Like I was always very embarrassed, but I lived in New York where most people are transplants. A lot of people have no choice but to not live at home. Do you find like most of your friends live at home? Yeah, most of them definitely still live at home. And I would say it's like more acceptable for a girl. To yeah. still live at home than a guy. Yeah. yeah. So that hasn't changed. That's basically the no. same thing. Yeah. Do people, however they identify, have to come out anymore? Is that a thing coming out? I don't know because like p- kids that I went to high school with, it was never fully known or not known. I don't even know what defines coming out. Like all I know is that word would get around and it was like yeah did you hear that so-and-so is now dating whatever and has a boyfriend and you're like oh so they're gay okay and that was it it wasn't like I don't like is coming out is it like a post that you put on social media is it like what is that I don't even know what it means you know I, I don't know what that would mean for your generation but like for us it was you sat down and you said like I'm gay and if you went to like when we went to college and you know you were meeting new people in college or even just like people out and about it was like acceptable to say like, oh, are you gay? Are you straight? Are you, you know, obviously we didn't have the terminology of how do you identify? Right. You know, there was always some kind of conversation. I wonder if that's the case or now it's just like there is this ambiguousness and that's fine. That's socially acceptable. But what if you're curious? Is it, are you allowed to ask? How does that work? It's funny. I guess people that I've been like questionable about, I've never asked. I just kind of wait and see, I guess, because my generation and and same with yours grew up where it was like super normal to be gay or not gay or or whatever. But it's more like... It's also where we live though. Right. Exactly. It's so true. But I feel like if the person isn't coming out and telling me or talking about it, then it's just not my business. Like I don't need to, to know. So I don't, I don't ask. I think it's just like, if they want to speak about it, they'll speak about it. If not, then I'll just sit here and watch and wonder. (laughs) Okay. On that topic, let's talk about pronouns because I know that it is acceptable to say, what are your pronouns? That's an acceptable question. When you're meeting somebody for the first time, maybe it's not so cut and dry. Do you automatically, because I still automatically assume like, oh, he's over there, she's over there. Do you think in those terms or do you do you assume it's they them? Do you just ask? Like, what is what is the protocol in your head and what comes out of your mouth? For me, it would be I would look at the person and probably wonder in my head, do they go by he, she? Do they care? Do they have a preference? I have not asked ever. 
I just kind of like wait and see, like I'll wait and see, does the person talk about themselves as he, do they talk about themselves as she, how does that work? But I'll make sure that I won't say anything that like directly identifies them as anything. In my head, I'm thinking it and wondering, but I've never asked yet, which I know is acceptable to do. I just haven't done it yet. Yeah, I think it's one of the beautiful things about your generation and younger. It's not weird to be anything. It's just kind of the standard at this point. What's weird is being an older person trying to acclimate to it and not wanting to offend anybody. Right. And that's not anyone's issue but your own. Exactly. Just thought we would educate our moms. (laughs) All right. So is there anything else? You are the voice of your generation right now. Is there anything else? Oh my gosh. No pressure. Uh, Anything else you (laughs) want to tell the world about your zillennials? No, but I'm glad that we we, uh, educated them about what a zillennial is. I know. I'm sure there's people out there that feel like they're in the middle and they don't really know. <laughs> my my decompressing time I spend on TikTok, like when Matt's giving Sebastian a bath or something, oh I lay in bed with a cocktail and I watch TikTok. Matt makes fun of me. It's amazing though. I never <laughs> came across the zillennial. I'll have to find it because I definitely shared it to my other zillennial friends. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so, so much. Love ya. Of course. Love you too. Thank you. Least. I know. This was so fun. Hashtag swag bag. Hashtag swag bag. I bought Sebastian knockoff Amazon Crocs because yes. why spend $30 on children's Crocs? You know, he loves his Crocs. He's always loved his Crocs. He grew out so of does the Lana. real pair. Yep. And he loves the stupid giblets or whatever they're called the charms that you put in the they're holes giblets that's what a turkey inside yeah called. i think they're called giblets something Ew. like that they're not called charms no i mean they're called like giblets croc charms you know like giblets semicolon croc charms or something well, the like more that you know i ordered him a blippy one off of etsy you know there's no official licensed one but then i found a like 25 pack of Crocs charms for $9.99 on Amazon. They are off-brand. You do not pick what's in there. You, it's just like a grab bag. Mario looks ethnic. <laughs> There's like two Velmas from Scooby-Doo, which like nobody needs two Velmas. There's nobody, nobody needs even one Velma. Right, exactly. Like there's no Scooby or Shaggy, but there's two Velmas. There are some bubble guppies in there, which I'm trying to talk him into giving, passing on the love. Ooh. There was a Tom of Tom and Jerry, which made his day. But he was so excited. There was a big number five, and he was like, I love number five. I'm like, dude, you're three. Everyone's <laughs> going to think you're five. But he was so, this made his day. And now Let he likes live, to man. pick Let his charms. Yes. He loves to pick his charms. It is off brand. You get what you pay for, $9.99 for this multi pack. But boy, oh boy, if your kid loves their Crocs and those like silly giblets or whatever the fuck they're called, go for it. Link in, link in our show notes. Okay. So mine is, Instagram sold this to me and I'm happy about it. It's called Well People. They're like an organic makeup brand and they have a lipstick that is amazing. They sell it at Target just so you know, but they also sell it online and they sell it like on Thrive Market and stuff like that. And Ulta, just in general, their line's awesome. But the lipstick, it's called the Optimist Lipstick. Mm. It's really that's cute. the color? No, that's like the Optimist Lipstick. The color that I personally like is called Ohm. Of course it is. I think it's called Ohm, Ohm yes. Bespoke. Ohm, yeah. So it's Well People Optimist Lipstick in the color Ohm, yeah. Um, it's a very sheer lipstick and it's kind of like a... 
like a bitten lip color. I also have their neutral kind of like peachy nude color. It's $14.99 roughly. The um, container itself is really cool. You click the bottom and it pops open. Oh, like Chanel. Yeah, it's really cool. So anyway, I really like their lipsticks. Super moisturizing, organic. I started to get weird about lipsticks because you're eating it and then it not being organic. Um, So I'm super into it and it's like a nice target find. It made me feel special. Oh, I'm going to check it out. Yeah. I love that. And that's my swaggy swags. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, have a wonderful week. And uh, we'll see you next time. And hopefully I'll be more together. Sorry for being a mess. Bye. Bye. Okay, that's our show today, folks. Thank you so much for giving us a listen. Please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe. We are out here on our own, and these things really, really matter. We want to hear from you. Tell us what you want to hear. Email us at momtouragepod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at momtouragepodcast to hang out with us all week long. We are here for you. You are not alone. We got you. So go ahead, girl. Know this posse is behind you and go slay. Momtourage is written and produced by Ashley Heron-Smith and Carrie Sotero. Recorded and mixed by Lee Mars. Our theme song, MILF, is by the band Mama Drama. You can find them on Instagram at mamadramaband or mamadramaband.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.